Welcome to the Building 58 Podcast. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I love it when you open up the podcast because you always do it with like a, a laugh in your voice. It's because I am I like laughing. I, I know. It's great. I just I don't love do it. it off too as much as I should. I don't think any of us do. In fact, my word of the year for 2019 was fun, like to have more fun and mm-hmm. not just, not just do fun things, but to like experience fun in our lives on a yeah. consistent basis. So did you do that? Um, I would say like 50% of the time. It was kind of a hard year for hard us year, and, yeah. in different ways. But I love that we, we were really intentional about um, creating a couple of specific rhythms in mm-hmm. our lives with some friends that created and prompted a lot of laughter. And yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Laughter is good. Yeah. is really good. Well, that kind of goes along with what we wanted to talk about today since it's November. Yes. One of my, probably, no, my favorite holiday. I'm just going to state that right now. Okay. Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, it's awesome. Although, you know, when I was growing up in Canada, it would be a month earlier. That's true. In October is when they celebrate Thanksgiving up there on Th- Columbus Day. That's true. And, you know, when I was a young wife... Still trying. You're still a young wife, baby. <laughs> still trying to earn your favor. I um, I would have this like big Canadian Thanksgiving feast for yeah. you, and so I'd get two Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I don't do that anymore. That's awesome. So you know, you you've earned my favor, or what? I've either earned it or I've stopped trying. One or the other. Mm. I think both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I've just realized that I already have it. And I don't, I don't have to earn your love. Just, just like we don't have to earn God's love. Yeah, that's good. You just, you just be, you just be a wife. Yeah. Not try to earn it. Yeah. Because you already are. That will preach. That will preach. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about thankfulness. Okay, let's do it. I mean, I think thankfulness is, is a, it's a heart condition. Mm -hmm. We talk so much about heart conditions because that's, that's the, you know, uh, guard your heart, Solomon said in Proverbs, for out of it flow the issues of life. Like that's where everything starts and ends is in your heart. Yes. And it, it also says um, in Ecclesiastes that God has placed eternity in our hearts. Yes. So he's placed this thing there, but I think so often we're not awakened to it. Right. But that the thankfulness DNA that's either that we're building in our hearts or not building, um, it, it causes us to, to live either these thankful lives or completely miss what God's trying to do. Yep. Um, A lot of people, you know, we've all asked ourselves the question probably at one time or another, or still do, man, what's God's will for my life? Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, I can tell every person on this podcast what God's will is for their life. Do you know what it is? Uh, I feel like you're going to tell me. I am going to tell you. Paul writes about it in 1 Thessalonians 5. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, he says this, Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Mm. There you go. It's good. Be thankful in all circumstances. Hmm. Every single one. That's a heart condition right there. Yep. Cuz sometimes it's thankfulness is a choice that you have to choose. Most of the time it is, but it starts with that idea of being thankful. I was thinking about this recently, Heather, that in the in the Old Testament, when the Israelites were in the wilderness, when they had escaped Egypt, God provided um, manna for them every day, right? Yeah. 
And um, but they grumbled and complained about it eventually. Yeah. And but that manner represents like the word of God in our lives. And I think so many times we're looking either to the past of regret, like back to Egypt mm-hmm. and, and kind of like with the Israelites and like, man, it was better back there, even in our bondage and our slavery. Why don't, why doesn't, it's so hard out here in the wilderness. Let's, I wish God would just send us back there. Yeah. Or we're looking to the future mm-hmm. of, which is great to look mm-hmm. to the promised land and what right. we have there, but we're not being thankful for the manna that's right in front of us every day. Yeah. Like the word that he gives us today. So good. Like how do we get our hearts to the place of actually being present and, and receiving the manna for us today? Because yeah. we can't get tomorrow's manna today or tomorrow's promises today. We have to be thankful in that moment right and receive that and eat that and dwell on that right so that we can move into the promised land yeah that's so good i love that and i think so many times we find ourselves in one or the other positions either looking in the past and regret regretting the past or longing for the past yeah and then or longing for the future and missing out on what we have right now, right today. You know, I think about like my kids. Um, I could, they're almost 10 and almost 13 and they're at fun stages. Um, But honestly, they're at harder stages right now than they were two years ago. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, they were at easier stages emotionally. Yeah. You know, and so I could very easily live in that like, man, I wish they were eight and 11 again, or eight and 12 or whatever. Um, or I could be like, oh, you know, I wish they were out of the house. Cause mm-hmm. then you, and you could always find something right. to say, I wish, I wish I could go back to those days or I wish we were in those days. Well, and then I would miss out. We would miss out on the joys yeah. of right now. Yeah. Being present. Mm-hmm. I think that has a lot to do with that, that gratefulness, that thankfulness DNA is just being present and thankful for what you have in in the moment that you have it and seeing God at work in the present situation. Because I don't you think a lot of times you you know like memories are important, but don't mm-hmm. you think we glorify the past and make it uh, like every season is hard. Yeah. But every season can also have joy. Yeah. And every season we can be grateful and thankful. It's just the perspective, the lens that we're looking through. Right. But that's that's why we I think it's a trap of the enemy to get us to try to hold on to the past. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to remember what God's done in the past. We should do that. Right. But only to propel us into the future. Right. Well, and what I have found is that when you live in the past, whether it be in a negative sense or in a longing for the past sense, you devalue the present. Yes. Not only the present circumstances that you're in, but the, the people. Mm-hmm. You devalue the people and this the situation that they are in right now. Mm-hmm. So whether it be your spouse or your kids or your parents or your friends, if you're constantly, you know, I've seen this happen over and over and over again, where someone will move to our city, but they'll still be so longing for their old friends and their old mm-hmm. past, their they'll old city. Right, what's right in front of them. And they'll talk about it so much and they devalue the people right in front yeah, of them that are here present. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not that there isn't a mourning period and there isn't missing and longing, but man, you've got to choose to be present right now. Mm-hmm. And I love this from Ephesians 5. It says, give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
It doesn't say give thanks to the things that make you feel good. Give thanks to the things that make you happy. Give thanks to the things that you like. It says give thanks for everything. everything. And that's humbling Mm -hmm. because it's hard to give thanks when you are in a a season of your life where it doesn't feel like you want to be thankful for a lot Mm -hmm. of things. You know, like even just this week, we had our microwave catch on fire. Yeah, that was cool. Thankfully, you know, we caught it in time and it didn't ruin anything else. Um, Our washer and dryer have both broken. And like we've had multiple things break in our house, but we have chosen to not go, oh my goodness, look at all these things that have gone wrong. We're going, we're so thankful that we have the ability to go and replace those things because we can. And it doesn't, it doesn't do us any good to sit in the, the bad part of it. The like, oh, all these things are happening to us. It does us no good. All the the best thing that we can do is say thank you, Lord, for your provision in every area of our yeah. lives. And look for that, that that manna analogy again. Like, remember the manna was only there for for a day. Like if if it if they didn't eat it that day, it it they had to throw it away. Right. So if we're not eating, if we're not choosing to see the word of God that he's placed in our life today, we'll completely miss it. And then we won't feed ourselves. Yeah. And then we'll starve and we will want to go back to Egypt. That it force it's a slavery mentality. Yeah. When you start to choose the slavery of the past versus the freedom of the future because you cannot see that that man is there to nourish you. Right. Yeah. It's good. So Chris, what do you feel like are some practical ways that you choose thankfulness every day, that you choose to have that as a rhythm in your life? I think it, I think one of them is just that. It's it's choosing it. It's not a it's training your heart to choose it. Like if um if s- we know that success and I think we've talked about this before on this podcast, maybe not, but success is the presence of God and the freedom that he brings. That's the definition of success that at least I've stated for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it say in Psalms, how to get into the presence of God? We come into his presence with thanksgiving yeah, and into his courts with praise. So sometimes you, what your feelings will lie to you. Right. So what do you have to do sometimes is get your praise on yeah, and, and choose. Sometimes it's even, you know, you have to do a physical representation that gets your heart to that place. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's pulling your car over and and just stopping to pray. Maybe it's just throwing on that worship song and l- literally lifting your hands in praise to him st- to force your heart to get in the right place yeah. that it needs to be in. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. How about you? I think it's saying no to negativity. Hmm. I think it's so easy for maybe even certain personalities are more prone to this or if it's become habitual in your life and you don't even realize that you're doing it. But I can't, I can't tell you how many times I'll say, you know, Hey, how you doing to someone? And it's just, Oh, I'm really tired or I've just had a really hard week. And they instantly go to that negativity mm-hmm. and you have to train your mind mm-hmm. to say no yeah. to negativity. Yeah. That the first words that don't come out of your mouth are, are negative, that they're thankfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you have had the worst week that you've ever had and you can still say, I'm so thankful that God is good and that he is still 
holding the world in his hands, that he is making a way where there seems to be no way. And those are the first words that come out of your mouth. So it's really retraining your mind and your mouth mm-hmm. for those those first responses to be be ones of thanksgiving and not negativity. Yeah, and your mind and your mouth, they operate from your heart. So it's 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 retraining continually renewing your mind and your heart. Yeah. And to get into that attitude of thankfulness. It's really a an attitude that that needs to be predominant. It's a baseline in our lives. Right. And so many good things come from it. Right. I maybe have said this on here before, but um with our son in particular, he can be and I, I tell this because I have I'm this way too. I can tend to see the problems or see things that I've done wrong Mm -hmm. and not the things that have gone right. And so with, um, we homeschool and with his math for a long time, he would come up and he would tell me how many he missed. Mm. And one day I had this revelation that we're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm, And I said to him, okay, no longer do I want to hear how many you missed first. I want to hear how many you got right. Yeah, that's good. I want you to come up and say, mom, I got 18 questions right and then after we celebrate that, we'll look at the ones that you got wrong and where you need to maybe put a little more effort into your math problems. But we're going to celebrate first. We're going to be thankful first. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, then we'll look at the, the, at the issues that we need to deal with. But it's really just it's retraining yourself to yeah. see, see the good and not dwell on the past and not long for the future, but say, I'm going to be present. I'm going to be thankful in all things. That's so good because God is working in all things. His goodness is flowing in everything. It's just our inability to see it most of the time, our unawareness to see what he's doing. That's the problem. It's that it's the same in the work environment. I, I don't know how many times I'd go into work on a Monday and it's ask somebody how they're doing. I'm like, Oh God, it's Monday. Yeah. You know, and then on a Friday, thank God it's Friday. It's like that. No, every day is a day that the Lord has made every day. We should be thankful. And if you can't see that, then you've got a heart condition. That's a problem. Yeah, that's right. Your heart needs to be retrained to say, man, thank God it's Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I might have some stuff, tough stuff in front of me today. I might have some really crappy stuff, but God's, I know that God's going to be working on my behalf as I step forward and I receive the manna that he's given me, the word that he's given me today that'll nourish me and, and get me through the day to not get through the day. That's part of the problem. It's, it's, it's being present in that day. Yeah. To walk in victory in your day. To walk in victory in that day. Yeah. Not getting through a day. Right but being in the day. Yeah. So on our next podcast, because we need to wrap this one up, but on our next episode, I want to do a talk on or, or chat about Ecclesiastes. Sweet. Because I have been reading in that now for a little while, and I'm just, I'm smitten with it. You're geeking out. I am, I am geeking out over it because it is, it's such a beautiful book. But it also is so raw, mm-hmm. you know, and, and without going too much into it, I just, I feel like there's a lot to talk about everything from mental health to the way we live our daily lives, to the way that we, we view our world, you know, and so there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but, um, we can look forward to that for our next building 58 podcast. Cause I Sounds think that's going to be a really fun one. Yeah, really good so stuff. what does Thanksgiving look like for our family this year? Well, it's, um, gathering with family, eating some Turkey and, uh, all the good stuff. Yep. Watching some football. Yep. 
hanging out, relaxing, and and being and and choosing to um, be thankful. I think we we talk about it a lot in our like with our little family, with our kids about hey, what are you thankful for today? Yeah, and that's a really good rhythm of even around the dinner dinner table, no matter what time of year it is. But to ask ask your kids, ask ask your spouse, hey, what were you thankful for today? What what and that that's something that reprograms your heart and your mind yeah. to get you in the right condition. And you know how I know that that works is because our children, our son in particular, he is so thankful. Yeah. I mean, you today we went to Target to buy a few things and he needed some like uh flossing things for his braces because okay. he has braces. Yep. So I bought him that and one other thing, well, not, not anything exciting, like hygiene products mm-hmm. for, he's almost 13. Yeah. Okay. We're walking out. He puts his arm around around me and says, thanks, mom, mm. for toothpicks. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And I was like, that's because his heart is conditioned yeah, towards thankfulness. Yeah. And he'll, he'll thank me every meal. He comes over and hugs me and says, thank you. Every time we do something for him, thank you, mom. Thank you, mom. But and it's not, it's not a re- robotic it's sincere. It's sincere yeah. He does. And I I believe that is because we have taught him the importance yeah. of a thankful heart. But we have to cultivate, we have to continue cultivating that. And that's, we're seeing the reward because we have cultivated that. Right. But we, it starts with cultivating our own hearts in that. And I remember them. And this is an encouragement for anyone who has young kids. You can start really young because I remember when they were really little and we would always tell them when we were out to someone's house for dinner, we would tell them, go tell so-and-so whoever had made the meal. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And they would, we would teach them that we would tell them that and they would go do that. And then as they got a little older, we just look at them and they would would go tell that person. Thank you. They would, they knew exactly what we were talking about. And now they're old enough that we don't have to tell them anymore. They just go do it. But you know what that's doing? That's causing them to take their eyes off themselves to realize, Hey, somebody worked and provided and served you a meal. Right. And that's the condition of your heart. That's of thankfulness in your heart to take your eyes off yourself and notice, especially what God's doing around you. Yeah. Instead of what just is on your little mind. So that would be my challenge to anyone listening to this podcast is this week, go out of your way to notice who you need to show thankfulness Mm. to, because there's probably a lot of people in your life that deserve and that need a thank you that you look over all the time that you miss. One text, one, one phone call, one uh, word of encouragement goes so long. Yes. Yep. Just seeing people saying thank you. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Heather, (laughs) for being so hot. Okay. (laughs) We need to wrap this up now. Got other things to do. Okay. You always have to go there, don't you? I do. Well, that's all I got. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us at Building 58 Podcast. 